Tauranga City hitting pause on plans to introduce paid parking in time bus lanes in the city. The decision comes after locals, of course, raised concerns around a shortage of other available parking and a lack of viable alternatives to travel by car. In other words, there aren't any buses. Tauranga City Council Commission Chair Anne Tolley's with us. Good morning. Oh, good morning, Mike. Now, I get a lot of area. Of all the regions around the country, I get probably more feedback outside the metro centres, more feedback from Tauranga the Bay of Plenty than any other area, and it's a, it's, it's a sense of angst. Too many closed shops, uh, too much argy-bargy yeah. with the council, too much downtown aggro. Is any of that true? Well, look, it is going through a really disruptive period. Um, and the commission's here. We're building a lot. We're investing a lot. And that does cause disruption. And look, we understand that, but, you know, we're, we're, we're rebuilding this magnificent city. So it will work eventually? Yes, it will. So there's a lot of construction going on downtown, as you say, not just the council, private, the private sector is also investing. And that means that, you know, there's footpaths and streets closed from time to time. We're putting a lot of support into the businesses. They're, they're heroes. They're, they've been uh, putting up with the gradual... Um, well, just destruction really of the centre of, of Tauranga over a number of years mm. uh, and they're still hanging in there most of them so we're doing what we can to support them and then try to attract as many people back into the centre of Tauranga as we possibly can with a lot of, a tra- a lot of events um, and, and as I say we're rebuilding probably most of downtown uh, CBD is being rebuilt The whole parking debate and you see it all over yeah. the country at the moment by councils, and yeah. taking parking away and replacing them with buses. Is that an ideological yeah. thing? Do people genuinely believe that, that somehow people are going to leave their car at home and jump on a yeah. bus? Yeah, and, and, and I have to say, a previous government was really focused on that. Uh, and it does have to happen in these big cities eventually, but, but we were really nervous here because we felt we were getting way too ahead of where the public transport services themselves are. So it's all very well saying you know, that people can take buses into work, but the buses have to be available at the time that they're going into work. And so we've got to just, we, we, you know, we, we said, well, let's just call a halt to it um, because we're getting ahead of where those public, public bus um, transport systems are. Mm. And, and we need to work closer with the regional council and have some triggers about, you know, that, that actually put that in place. And, and it's not just uh, bus lanes, it's, it's paid parking, you know, extension of paid parking around the city. Um, so, so all of that, we're just saying, look, let's just put all that on hold, have another look at it, uh, and and wait until those bus alternate um, bus services are in place. In all honesty, is Tauranga big enough for or congested enough for bus lanes? Well, it is, uh, and it, it's certainly congested. And um, you know, for me, I'm out here in Papamā. Uh, to get into into town this morning, it'll take me three quarters of an hour, right. uh, and in constant traffic, it, it is moving, but you know probably at about ten to twenty k um, uh, an hour. So it is congested, and we do have to 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 move towards buses. But you've got to have the services in place. You've got to have park and rides. You know, Auckland went through this, Christchurch went through this, Wellington has fantastic service. Tauranga is New Zealand's fifth largest city, but it's grown so quickly that people still think of it as a provincial city, and it's not. It's one of New Zealand's big metros. 162,000 people live here, and another 4,000 are moving in each year. So so we're really struggling to keep on top of that, 
Um, so it has to happen eventually, but that's a journey you've got to take the community on. While I've got you, Anne, and I've been dying to ask you this question, the whole structure of what's going on in Tauranga and the Bay of Plenty of late and your role as commissioner, uh, yeah. would, you, would you argue it's a model that can work? Uh, well, yes. Um, I, I personally, I, I like the old DHB model. I, I think, um, you know, I'm a fervent believer in democracy and people should be able to, if they're paying taxes, they should be able to have representation. But sometimes the skill set now required for local government is really complex. And I think they should be able to uh, appoint people, um, you know, assess where those, what, what that skill mix is, where the gaps are, and appoint people to fill those gaps because you know they're out there in the community um but you know local government is a really big business it's it's a billion dollar business these days and you do need you know competent people managing and appreciate your time and tolly who is the um, what's her official title the tauranga city council commission chair for more from the mike hosking breakfast listen live to news talk zb from 6 a.m weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.